Cal and KO Show brought to you by Anchor. Thank you for checking with us. NFL Week 2 recap, man. Let's get right into it. Chargers versus Dolphins. Chargers home opener in their new L.A. digs. They still suck. They lost. That's good. We like that. Shout out to the homie Antonio Gates for breaking the all-time touchdown record for tight ends. The receiving touchdown record for tight ends. Props to the homie. Good guy. Couldn't have gone to a better guy. Um... You know, us San Diegans down here, you know, we, it's, I, I'm feeling like everybody still wants to watch the Chargers because <clears throat> they've been so invested with them for decades, but they're still hurt about them being gone. So these losses that we're used to seeing them do when they were the San Diego Chargers and we used to hurt, I used to hurt watching them lose some of these close games like they uh, have always done. Now watching them be the L.A. Chargers and lose these close games, it doesn't really hurt me as much. So go ahead and keep losing and not selling out StubHub Center. Good luck with that. Yo, the team up north, though, the team from the town, Oakland, the Raiders, Jets versus Oakland, that was a good one. Oakland is doing the damn thing. Beast Mode went off, got his first touchdown as a Raider, and then just went dumb up in the Coliseum. That was a great show. And I heard that the Jets players were a little offended by him getting loose and wilding out. But hey, if you don't want him wilding out on the sidelines in the fourth quarter, how about you stop the team, the Oakland Raiders, from kicking y'all ass? That's just a suggestion, Jets. When they winning, they can do what they want. And he from the town, man. That oh, I wish that, that Coliseum was probably loose. That's what's going down right there. Other AFC West team, Kansas City Chiefs. Beat out Philly. That was a good game. Alex Smith is looking less and less like the game manager that they always say he is. Taking bigger shots downfield. That uh, rookie that he's got in the backfield right now, Hunt, is balling. And if this is what Kansas City is going to keep doing weekend from week out, beat New England at home week one, take out a very tough Philly team week two, and just, yeah, they're they're looking good right now. And then as far as the other AFC West team, the Denver Broncos beating that Dallas Cowboys ass. I couldn't have been more happy about that. You know, I got three favorite teams in football. It's the Niners. It's whoever the hell's playing, the Cowboys. And then it's the chart. Well, I got to change that. I can't even say the Chargers like that anymore. But anyways, you get how much I dislike the Giants. So watching Denver stomp them out was a beautiful thing. Good luck to the Broncos. Thank you, Broncos. Um... New England did their thing in New Orleans. Tom Brady, uh, most passing yards in the game by a dude 40 years or older. Shout out to him. Gronk looked good. I really ain't got nothing much to say about that. Um, Green Bay and Atlanta. That new stadium in Atlanta is on point. Mercedes-Benz Dome, whatever the hell it is, Mercedes-Benz something. It looks like a Mercedes-Benz that they're playing football in. That shit is off the chitane. And Atlanta is really looking like they got they got something to prove. You know, they lost last year in the biggest choke ever in a Super Bowl. And it looks like they're coming back and they're looking to do their thing. Aaron Rodgers gave up a pick, gave up a fumble. They both resulted into two touchdowns and then they lost by eleven. Aaron Rodgers is a bad man, but he I mean he's gonna need some help, guys. Y'all gotta hook you got you guys gotta hook him up. I'm just saying. Uh, my team, NFC West, Niners, uh, they, 
In Seattle, they did better than I thought they were going to do. I'm not going to lie. But the Niners got a lot of work to do. And Seattle looks like they got some work to do as well. Getting lucky beating some not, beating a, a very bad 49er team. Which, again, I will bring this up every week. There's been a, some very suspect quarterback play in the league. Not just saying, I'm not saying in the Seattle Niner game specifically. But, gee, come on, you guys are watching these games. And you could... You Take the eye test. We don't need to put numbers out there for you to really see to prove the point that there's some terrible quarterback play out there. When's Kaepernick going to get a shot? We finished two weeks. I think it's going to happen in a couple weeks. I'm hoping it happens in a couple weeks. Wishful thinking, I guess. Cal and KO, be right back. You might you might have noticed that KO is not here. He's probably sitting somewhere with a thumb up his butt. I don't know. Um... But he'll be calling in pretty soon, and uh, we'll be right back with some more Week 2 recaps. Kasim Huggett here for the Cal KO Show. <laughs> Yo, what's up, fucker? <laughs> what's going on? Not much, man. I mean, I'm just sitting here recording, you know, doing, you know, Cal minus Doing what we do, do it, doing what it is, doing what it, doing what it is that we do with the Cal KO Show, minus KO, because KO's already doing something else. That's preventing him from recording for the show. Yeah. So uh, where, what are you doing? I'm playing a little golf. You know, Volunteers of America Southwest invited me to a charity golf tournament, and it raises money for Volunteers of America, which is kind of cool because they take care of the community, and K.O. loves the community. K.O. loves the community. Mayor San Diego yeah. right there, huh? Yeah. You know, it's, it's any time you have a chance to get involved with people of San Diego, you're going to be blessed because the time is lovely. Everybody in San Diego has that community mindset, and it's just good. It's good for everybody. Yay. All around good. I, I hear that. I hear that. So uh, so in this busy schedule of yours, did you get a chance to watch any football? I watched the most important football in San Diego history. San Diego State beat Stanford University. Yo. Two Pac-12 Pac teams, two Pac-12 teams in one season, back-to-back, winning. 3-0, yeah. San Diego State. Come on now. That was dope. Tell me that ain't good. Tell me that ain't yeah, good. That was, a, that was a beautiful thing right there, man. That was great. That really was the, that was the football game of the week right there for us, San Diego. That's all that matters because San Diego has lost football. The Chargers left San Diego, and we're, we're left with a hole. Who can fill that hole? San Diego State. Aztecs. Best show in town. Hey, they're doing it right now. I love it. Yeah. They'll keep you, uh, you watch the football? Yeah. Did you watch the, uh, both of us, San Diego State alumni? Shout out to the Aztecs. So we're, we're yes, also biased on Aztecs. that one. Um, not biased. I'm not biased because I was, I was there when it was 4 and 9. So I'm not a bandwagon team. I'm not a bandwagon fan. I was there. No, I'm just saying I, we're I participated. Biased. I'm just saying we're biased when it comes to our, our favoritism of uh, San Diego State and showing them love. Like we didn't even talk NFL football. We just went straight into college football because it's fast. Yeah, why not? Why not? You know, that's, that's very important. It's monumental. That's better we, than watching Green Bay versus Atlanta. Yeah, that that game that game was a whooping. Hey, did you catch uh, your boy Antonio Gates break Tony Gonzalez's record? I did, and it was it was well deserved. He's a good man. He he he's he's a diligent professional who always shows up every day, ready to go, ready to play, team player, a good human, great family man, great husband, great father. I mean, I just have my hats off to him. He's amazing. What he's done in his career, from coming from a free agent status to breaking records, it's it's very rarely that happens. But 
he showed that it can happen. So for you future free agents that come into NFL, don't think that you're a free agent on the roster and you've got no signing bonus and you're going to get cut and then they don't care about you. Go in there and hustle and earn your spot, and it can happen. I dig it. Words words of advice from a 12-year NFL vet right there. That's what's up. Um, also, also a free agent. And and a free agent, right. Undrafted free agent, although he should have been yeah. drafted because he balled out of his mind. But then again, that's the whole thing. Hey, you know, hey, 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 hey. You know. should, should have been cut his own pay to rent, but the reality of the story is life goes on, and it goes on very well. If you imagine it goes on very well, that, that's right. That's right. Okay. Um. So you're golfing with you. You golfing with Coach Double G, right? Yeah, Jeffrey Goldstein, the golf golf coach extraordinaire. We actually lost one of our players in our foursome, so Jeff stepped in and hit our drive for us for that that 18th hole, and it was a 342 yard drive, which is good for us, and it got us a, a birdie on that hole. Nice. Oh, you you hear that tee off in the background? Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, that's a beautiful thing. Did you watch the fight? I did watch the fight. It, it was a draw because it needed to make more money. They didn't make the amount of money they should have made on that Canelo uh, Golovkin fight, so they had to have a draw. That's the best way to do it. We can't make Conor McGregor Floyd, Floyd Mayweather numbers, so you have a draw. You make the money for that fight, and the rematch you make even more money because people are into it now. It's good. Makes sense. I think makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. So we'll get another one of those. All right, man. Well, I'm glad I found you out doing something with your thumb up your butt. Tell everybody I said what's happening. I will call back because we got a Monday night football game. Uh, Monday night football. Who's playing Monday night football? Um. Oh, the can, I mean, oh, hey, can, the, can the can the can the Chargers get a break? Not to make it a different subject, but can the Chargers get a break? I mean. They're not playing in their hometown. They're not playing in their home field. It's a new environment. They're unsettled, and they're playing like it. And I said it earlier on. They're not going to be good this year because they're not settled, and that's the problem. It's not home. You can't just wake up and say, I'm going to play here and do well. That's going to happen. Well, that's true. I mean, and they weren't very good to begin with, so then you add all the other stuff that you're talking well, about. Well, that, that's your this. opinion. <laughs> I mean – I mean, the numbers didn't lie. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying the yeah. numbers didn't lie. They they keep they yeah. keep score for a reason. Like they weren't that yeah. good. Um, but I was I was saying earlier. I said when we were going through these losses, these tough losses um, with the San Diego Chargers. You know, they they hurt. But I said I feel like when I'm watching people watch the L.A. Chargers go through these tough losses, they're almost kind of like that's what you guys get. No, they're saying that's why we don't support you. Is what they're saying. Yeah, they're saying yeah. that's why we don't support you as LA Chargers because you're not well. You're not good anyway. That's the problem. They're not settled, so they're sitting here struggling because they're. In, it's like playing in someone else's house. I'm gonna come to your house and I'm gonna do a sleepover, but I can't have fun like I would at my house because I'm out at sleepover. So I have to mind your rules, but I don't know your rules, so I don't know what to do. There it is. All right, man. Well. Tell coach I said what up. Keep swinging, keep swinging the links. I'll bug you in a little bit. Keep it out your butt. You're a loser. <laughs> it's the Cal and KO show on Anchor. Thank you for checking us. Week two NFL just wrapped up. Detroit at the Giants. Matt Stafford earning every single uh, dollar he was given this off season. 
Lions looked real solid. OBJ was back in the lineup. He didn't really do too much. That Giants offense didn't really do too much in general. But yeah, Detroit looked solid. Giants didn't look so bad. It's still early in the season. I wonder what's going to happen. If the Lions are going to continue to look like this, if the Giants are going to continue to look like this, uh, everybody was looking forward to seeing that Giants offense. We'll see what happens. It's only week two. Uh, But shout out to Calvin Munson, the linebacker on the Giants, San Diego State alumni. He was out there in the lineup doing his thing. And we always want to shout out a former Aztec. (laughs) Now, uh, Eli Manning, uh, I've always thought he was overrated. Been a, a... Fairly lucky quarterback to have two rings, um, but man, I'm—he might just be the most overrated champion in NFL history, if you could even make that kind of argument. I mean, he's not consistent. Like for somebody that has two rings, I don't look at this guy as a as that the guy that's going to be in the Hall of Famer. Now he's got the numbers to get him in the Hall of Fame, of course. He's got two rings. He's got a very good last name. To get him into the Hall of Fame, um, but when you look at this, the numbers, I always feel like he was—he'd have a hot year, cold year, a couple hot years, a couple cold years—and um, just was able to get hot at the right time to uh, to go into the playoffs with a whole lot of momentum and a very good defense and beat two Patriots teams. So I give him credit for the championships, but. And and I know that there are other quarterbacks that have won championships with uh, other teams and they had less skills than Eli Manning. Um, People are going to say, you know, Trent Dilfer uh, won. Brad Johnson got one in Tampa. There are quarterbacks with less skills than Eli Manning that have won Super Bowls. Um, He's not the worst quarterback to win a Super Bowl. I just think he's probably the most overrated, in my opinion. I, I'd like to see some consistency from this guy. He's basically like Jay Cutler, except he's got rings. His numbers are going to be good. Top 10. I think he's already top 10 in passing yards and touchdowns. Good for him. Uh, it's a different game now, of course, with a lot more passing uh, and, and less emphasis on the running game. So he's going to have the numbers to support the case for why he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. But just off of the eye test, this guy to me was not as good as he's been made out to be now watching Philip Rivers in San Diego I've got mixed emotions about him but I feel like Philip Rivers was just as good of a quarterback I think he's a little bit better I think if you had put Philip Rivers and kept him on the Giants he'd have two to three rings just like Eli does well if Eli's daddy didn't complain and say that he didn't want him to come play for the Chargers and he did come play for the Chargers. He would be sitting with the Chargers with zero rings, just like Phillip is. So he is the victim of a circumstance of good defense, um, a more stable franchise. And he didn't really have to do too much uh, to carry the team for his career. He's just really had to be hot at the right moments. And he's had a lot of bad moments when he wasn't hot as well. That's just my opinion, though. If you guys have some feedback, give me back. Callan K.O. Show, Anchor. You can go ahead and download the app, K-A-L, at K-O, show. Or you can just go ahead and wait for the weekly podcast updates on Apple and Google. Be right back. Taking a quick break. We'll talk some more football. Callan K-O show on Anchor. Thank you for listening to us. We truly do appreciate that. It's Cal's last word time. And just so you know, 
we do talk about sports a lot but for the record i'm a dj by trade i play music i'm a dad i'm a sports fan i like talking trash in general a lot and uh, i just so happen to have a good friend that happened to play 12 years in the nfl so we do talk sports but when we talk sports, we're not coming up here and we don't we don't have a bunch of papers in front of us with a bunch of stats to, to prove the arguments for the opinions that we have. We come up here with our opinions. Most of it is eye test. Most of it is remembering stats or information from other sources. But we're not coming up here to be the factual guys like that because you have plenty of outlets that can do that for you. We come up here and we try to make it as comfortable as possible for you, for us to have our opinions and other people to have their opinions as well. Because anybody can pull out numbers and um, it could have some truth to maybe proving their point, but it doesn't necessarily prove their point. So with that being said, we go into the week two final take brought to you by me. And you notice KO is not here. I don't know where he's at. He's MIA. He decided not to come do his job today. Make sure you guys find him on social media and bug him for that. I would greatly appreciate it. It'd be dope. Okay. I want to talk the quarterback position. There are a lot of teams that got some pretty good quarterbacks out there. A lot of good quarterbacks, especially with the league being very pass-oriented. It's fun to watch these guys sling it. So there are a lot of guys out there playing some good competitive quarterback ball. But then there are a whole bunch of other guys um, that all seem to be clumped up on a lot of the same teams that are just rough. And I, I, I bring this up because... We're two weeks into the league, uh, into the season, and there seem to be teams that could use the service of Colin Kaepernick, but he's still not getting called. He finally came out and spoke for the first time in a while for on some interview. I can't even remember the, uh, the source, but he did come out and he said he's ready to play football. He's committed to play football. He's working out every day. If someone was to call him tomorrow, he'd be ready to show up and, and ball out. So it was good to hear him finally speak that he's still committed to playing the game of football. So with that being said, knowing that he's committed to playing football, uh, going off of the numbers that he put up last year on a very terrible team on limited time coming off of three surgeries, uh, I just want to point out some of the teams right now, week two, 2017 that are not not in the market for a starting quarterback in my opinion let's start of course with new england they got brady he's the goat he got rogers in green bay uh ryan in atlanta cam in carolina Carr in oakland uh alex smith Mariota, tampa bay uh pittsburgh with big ben detroit Washington with Cousins. They franchise him, but they won't commit to him long time, but they're not looking right now. Uh, Miami's pretty cool with Cutler. He knows their system. Uh, Arizona with Palmer. Cincy with Dalton. Philly with Wentz. Breezers down there in New Orleans doing his thing. Russell Wilson in Seattle. We got Dak in Dallas. Eli in New York. Even though I think he's overrated, his job is pretty secure. They ain't going nowhere with him. And then, of course, Phillip Rivers in... Um, what used to be the San Diego Chargers, but now they're the L.A. Chargers. So that's about 20 teams that do not need a starting quarterback in the league. That means there are 12 teams with suspect starting quarterback play, which means if you got suspect starting quarterback play, you definitely could use a backup. 
and I'm not saying those other 20 teams couldn't use a backup. Just for the sake of argument, I'm going to eliminate 20 teams out of the 32, even though I think Colin Kaepernick should be a starting quarterback. We're going to get rid of 20 teams. There's 12 teams that, in my opinion, don't really have an excuse not to sign him. Come on, Indy, I know you got Andrew Luck, and he's your franchise, but he's hurt. You got Brissett out there right now. Cleveland, I know you just drafted Kaiser, but you've got a plethora of just mess up. And Cleveland, you guys, your track record speaks for itself. The Rams, you drafted Goff, good for you, but he's not performing and he's your starter. So you could definitely use a backup. Jacksonville, easy. Chicago, yeah, you drafted another young guy, but you guys are still struggling as well. New York Jets, I can go on and on. Um, and, and there's some other teams like maybe Buffalo, Tyrod Taylor. Uh, no disrespect to you. I probably should have put Buffalo on the team. That's not in the market because you are an underrated dude. I think you go out and ball. But the point of this is if if we can sit here and think about 10 to 12 teams that have suspect starting quarterback play, you mean to tell me that this guy that had a 4-1 to one touchdown to interception ratio on a terrible 2-14 and 14 team where he took the starting job from a guy that still has a job in the league while recovering from three surgeries doesn't deserve a roster spot anywhere like anywhere come on man it just bugs me and what i think what bugs me the most is that people sit there and they just go well you know it's yeah he's just not that good other people are, uh, you know, kneeling and they still have jobs because you can't make it that obvious that you're knocking this dude for his First Amendment rights. We all know that. I just hope that at some point during this season, within the next couple of weeks, preferably so he actually does have a chance to come in and do something well and not just, you know, get set up for failure, which a lot of people do get set up for failure in the NFL. That's not a race thing. That's just an NFL thing. They got too many people coming in per year versus how many jobs are actually available. So I understand those things. This boy deserves a job as Colin Kaepernick. Hopefully he gets that chance. Are we live? Are we recording live? Yeah, we're on. I don't think, and I'm loud, my, my volume might be up a little bit higher. It's okay. I don't think Twitter has that much power to influence personnel decisions in the NFL. The NFL is a $11 billion corporation. I don't think Twitter has that much power to influence personnel decisions. And specifically, I'm talking about the backup quarterback position, which is a very highly important position to have on the team. I can see that. I mean, I'm going to take your word for it. So taking it, taking it away from Twitter, I don't think the voice of a girlfriend has enough power to influence personnel decisions in the NFL. No, they're just using that as an excuse. Yeah, Sandy we Sharp was dead on with that. I agree. We were going to, but once that happened, ah, we couldn't <laughs> do it. Ah, you sorry. Know, the, the way my bank account works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The way the signing process works. Yeah, you know, you can't go on Twitter and talk about this, and then we sign you because, uh, yeah, we just can't, you know. 
I think that that's no, he tried. He, he was spot on. But yeah, oh no, yeah. He really tried, man. Really tried. We gave her wholehearted effort to sign you, but you know your girlfriend. She's just a loudmouth. Yeah. You know I'll how many loudmouth wives are on the, on the team lot. right now? Like, like he said, go to wags. All them wag bitches. Excuse my language. I'm talking yeah. cussing stuff. All them women on the wags. Don't yeah. wives. That's right there should get people cut. Wait, on what? Wags. What, what is wives wag? and girlfriends of sports athletes? That show, Wags. Oh my! It's a reality goodness. TV show. Have you seen it? No. Oh my God! These women are acting retarded. Like, no, it's I've just, never seen this. It is the stupidest. It's worse than Housewives. The Real Housewives. It's the just most degenerative, disgusting show I've ever seen in my life. And I hope wives are listening to me and hear this. <laughs> the show is retarded, and you look stupid, and you sound dumb. What? Get a life. Raise your kids. Get off TV. You're not an actor. Hey, that was the stay in your lane. That was the uh, that was that was the improv portion of stay in your lane. Brought to you by Kasim Osgood. It's the Cali Ko Show, Anchor FM. We do this every day. Let's, let's dive into that. Yeah. Let's talk about stay in your lane, please. So these guys are celebrities now because they're reality TV show stars. Yep. So they think that they're actors. You're not an actor. You're a personality that happens to have a camera and access to a fan base. Cool, I respect your hustle, but that's where it ends. You do not have a craft that has been worked on year after year to where you have a set of skills that you can go and replicate on a different set in a different scenario in a different situation. Right. You are typecast to be the jackass, the hot chick, the drunk guy, the buff dude, the cute guy. I mean, it's, it's you have a the role. The really sweet guy that they hope yeah. makes it. Yeah, all this bullcrap reality TV shows, man. That stuff is the death of this generation. It is. That well, that's not that's not the only thing that's the death of them, but that's a big part. It's a major Be- part. people. The whole Kardashian family is built. What do you want to do when you grow up? I want to be famous, and that's an answer now. Yeah, famous. They don't even want. They don't even want a skill. Famous at what? I just want to be famous. If I'm famous and people know me, then yo, I'm out there. I'm I'm doing my thing. Yeah, but. I don't, you know, most people get famous because they have a passion, they have a skill that then makes them famous. You become famous because you can act, you can rap, you can produce, you can sing, you can, you can, you know, you either, what's a uh, biggie, you either sing a crack rock or you got a wicked jump shot. Uh, like, hey, there are other, you DJ, you can be famous because of your skill, but just having people know you for the sake of knowing you, thus making you famous. That's the part of we're old. Yeah, the the, the internet sensations, internet sensations. Now yeah. you think you're you're cool, you're all that. I don't care what you did online. Don't matter when you're not online. You're just a prick. We from <laughs> nowhere that no one cares about. <laughs> Go do yourself. Yeah. These people are not and trying to edit my words. No, you're fine. <laughs> this is why I feel sorry for this generation, though, is the fact that they they have all of these views and these hits on YouTube, but most of these videos they're made by themselves. They're in their rooms. They're 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 kept to themselves. So thus, they're they're miserable. They have all of these friends and followers online, and then they they don't know they still don't know how to go out and interact with people. That part of this generation sucks because we used to have to be out. Yeah. We used to have to be, mingle and talk to people. There was only one house phone, no cell phones. We barely got pagers as like teenagers. That's true. So we didn't have this access to doing all of these other things without having to talk to people. So these kids have everything. They know it all and they don't have to talk to people. I feel sorry for these. And it's not just the kids. The kids and the young adults that grew up with MySpace and Facebook as their norm. 
that yeah. that that shapes them. And and uh, I just saw a statistic: you know, suicide is the number two, number two. Shit. <laughs> but you want, but you wouldn't know that when you look at everybody's Instagram and they Snapchat and they fake. Facebook yeah. because they showing all these pictures of balling out of control and doing all of these good things. Filters, yeah, and filters, <laughs> and only the headshots with yeah. your cleavage up. Yeah, hey, you know what I mean. Like so. hiding the Goodyear blimp on it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Show me something natural, ass. What's the stretch marks? But hey. so I feel sorry for that. So you see all of these people acting like they happy. And yet, suicide is the number two cause of death amongst this generation. I'll That's tell you sad. I'll tell you this, though. That hurts. I'm playground famous. When I was growing <laughs> up, you, you at the playground, you you on the hoop, the, the slide, the long slide, the twisty slide. You playing uh, uh, freeze tag in the jungle gym. Y'all know my name. I'm coming to that park. Yeah, I'm about to capitalize on this game. I'm on the ball. If I'm on the basketball court, y'all know my name. Football field, y'all know my name. Uh, the baseball diamond, y'all know my name. Playground monkey bars, famous. you knew me. You there know what I'm saying? There it is. Four square. Chicken fighting in the morning. Monkey bars, you know that you're about to lose. Tether ball, I got you. Oh, I, I was got you. Terrible at tether ball. Hey, the wall ball, all that. Sock wall out. ball, I'm solid. Sock out, all that stuff. Nation, dodgeball. Hey, I'm playground famous. Nowadays, people just, oh, I, I got naked on, on Instagram and I got 50,000 followers, so it makes me somebody. Nah, you're just a, you're an internet porn. Oh, yeah, I hooked up with that guy. Yeah. Whoever that guy is, I hooked up with that guy. He he's famous. It's a shame, ladies. Stay in your lane. Go get a craft, fellas. You are far worse than the ladies when you do that shit. I don't want to see no pictures of grown ass men taking selfies of themselves in a mirror showing off their six pack. Only women are supposed to be that insecure and narcissistic at the same time. Yeah. So when I see a guy that's sitting there that just wants to be famous or he's sitting here taking more selfies than these women, I don't know what the fuck to think about that. Oh, except, I can tell nigga, you. Nigga, what is your problem? A, a, a serial killer in the making <laughs> or a serial rapist. Hey, the last time I saw somebody... Not I'm not the last time. The last famous person I saw doing all that crazy shit, Ern Hernandez. Yeah, he did, huh? That's crazy. Taking pictures with his guns. Yeah. Like they went to they just went straight to his social media account and got all the rest of the information that they needed as evidence. Telling on themselves. That's how to just go ahead are. and lock them down. Man, quit put, quit putting your business in the street, man. That's it. That's that that's the moral of this story. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane and quit putting your business in the street. By stay in your lane means keep all your business in your lane. Yeah. And get a craft. Earn a, learn a trade. Something. Get a real job. Please. But all that being said, thank you for listening to our podcast with <laughs> just us two people in a room talking to themselves in a TV. Uh, we were big deals before we did this. We promise. You could Google us, but I, I don't want you to do that. There's some stuff. I'm going to edit that out. (laughs) (laughs) Talking about parenting right now. Oh, so So we got you on speakerphone. We got Claudine Osgood on speakerphone. We have Janelle on speakerphone. Her name should be Janelle Reed, but Calvin's uh, procrastinating. Um, (laughs) You could just just call her the general, man. I'm just saying. You had to go there? Yeah, always go there. Cool. We do that. That's how we do it. Um, Awesome. So, um, people often make the comment, um, oh, back in the day, it was tougher for us. We used to have to raise kids such and such this way, that way. You guys got it easy now. 
can you two can you two as women talk about how it's not all easy all you know just a cakewalk now because you have nice technology and cool gadgets um well it's not there's no rule but to how how you raise your kids everybody does it differently yeah like in what sense are you referring to like because of all the gadgets and gadgets that we have or yeah it's kind of it's, like, ki- it's kind of similar to you know back in the day when we would say oh I had it easy, you know. We, you guys had it easy. Now we just had to walk uphill both ways in the snow <laughs> in order to get to school. Nowadays, you guys got uh, buses and nice cars to get you home. I mean, people try to discredit the the efforts you have to put in today, being a parent, as opposed to back in the day, it was a lot harder, and you guys aren't as tough as them. Like you, well, have- there's nothing really staying up with us waking up every hour of the night trying to burp and feed the baby. So. Our job is really not easy. Like, yeah, technology helps, but still raising a baby is tough. I was just going to say, I mean, you can have all the gadgets and gadgets in the world to try to entertain that child. It doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be entertained 24-7. You still have to stop what you're doing and tend to its needs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in all honesty, if you... When I listen to my mom talk about, you know, what little things she had to raise us, and then when I look to see what there's out there today, I mean, just in the four years that I've had Jet, there is way more stuff today than there was even four years ago. But that's just the whole evolving and evolution of technology and stuff. The more technology and more tech savvy everybody gets, the more elaborate all of the gadgets get. Yeah, I say it's crazy because uh, my daughter's four months old and she can watch TV and actually knows what's going on on TV. So people say, oh, no, it's not. That's not true because it takes like six, seven months for them to be able to track and know what's going on. Um, they use all the old school, the old school scales to measure saying, oh, well, they're going to know this by this year or this by that year. But I'm sitting here watching Jet Reed play a video game. and He's four years old playing a video game that most 30 year olds can't even play. I don't even know how to play that game like that. You know what I mean? So, what are you saying that I'm dumb because I don't know how to do it? No, I was saying that the evolution of, of kids, their their mindset is a lot, it's a lot more structured now to where you have to be more than just uh, put them in front of the TV and entertain them because they need more interaction. I think. What yeah. do you think, Claudia? Yeah. I, sorry, I'm trying to put the baby to sleep. I don't have anything to sleep. There it is, right there. And I didn't have anything to re- respond with because I was too busy looking at my two kids going, "Hey, pipe down!" In and like, out of a box. He was making the point. Get out of that box, <laughs> Get kid. Out of that what box, are you kid. doing? Get out of the box, kid. <laughs> okay, that's, Claudia, that's I'll, I'll let you here. get back to the baby. I'm on the way home. Right. Okay. 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 Love you, General. Love you too. Bye. So we just had the wifeys on the phone and a lot of times I don't know if you notice this KO but when we're recording I know I'm getting this look from the general like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's what you guys are doing <laughs> you're like you guys are funny and, and, and I've actually heard Claudine tell us you're not funny <laughs> be funny to her defense, she's been with the kid, and the kid's kind of fussy, and the kid's teething. So, well, no, her 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 energy level right now is not that high. All, so. all I'm saying is, for as much looks as we get <laughs> when we're recording, and they're looking at us sideways for lack of entertainment, quote unquote, according to them, but we give them the time and we give them the platform. Talk about what you know. Talk about some parenting stuff. I'm just saying. That might not make the cut, fam. Well, you know, if 
<laughs> you know, see, we have jokes that are just very niche <laughs> to, to our lifestyle or our experiences, and they haven't really experienced what we experience in life. So these things that are funny to us are like, what are you guys talking about? I don't even get that. Like, you're probably yeah. not going to get that. No. So I know to their defense, they just, you know, lack of understanding. They don't really get the, the funny parts of it. And we just always bust up laughing. They're like, okay, I'm going to go take care of the kids. You, we do. Do, do, your, do your hobby. Do your hobby. I'm going to go take care of the kids. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what she was doing right now, trying to get her involved in, in the conversation. And she's trying to put the baby to sleep, which I know my daughter is very hard to put to sleep when she don't want to go to bed. Yeah. Which is, which was cool. It was great that we're talking about parenting. And then she's sitting there going, yeah, I'm sorry. I was dealing with the baby right now. Yeah. And then I had our two little, my, my two little. Getting in and out of the huffy box. My two little <laughs> over there trying to jump in bicycle boxes. So, I mean, it all played out perfectly. Oh, you got to give props to whoever is a parent. Being a parent is hard. It's hard. It's work. And then once once you feel like you figured it out, and I'm talking it being your kid, kids, however many you got, it changes in two weeks. It's always, and each kid is different. So that schedule's always changing. It's not a perfect gig, man. And that's what amazes me about how many people make money off of uh, parenting books. How many people make money off child support, man? They don't need all that money. Come on, man. It don't cost that much money to raise no kid. I'm tired of that, man. See, that's another rant. You know what I'm saying? That's all you had to own. Yeah. That whole system is set up for you to fail. Okay. And they make money man. off the interest. Of, this is good. This yeah. Is good. Wait, wait, wait. I got you right here. I got you. This is a new segment for Cali KO right now. This is going to be called the Cali KO Soapbox Moment. Get on your platform and go ahead. The child support system is set up in order for the government to make money off the interest that you put in for your child support payment. So in the beginning, they get their arrears all put into account, pulled out of your account. They will let that money sit into account and they'll make payments to the person that's receiving the child support payment. So the majority of their principal is going to sit in an account so they can make interest off of that money and they make money. So that's why judges and everybody across the board are all in favor of making people pay child support at astronomical amounts, even more than it's necessary to raise a kid because they make money off of other people getting money from from you tax-free money by the way so i felt like you were about to go a little bit more ham than you did once i gave you the platform you went a little bit too uh npr npr radio yeah you did so do because you i want to get the facts across first before do, i get to the crazy do rage. you need the angry translator over your shoulder because i got you if you could translate for me black bush okay i got bush. you so look check it out these babies mamas is getting way too much money for this child support out there right now it don't cost that much to raise no kid, especially when you living in some mediocre spot. So you should not be benefiting off of the fact that you got knocked up by some baller with some money, girl. You still need to go get a job. You shouldn't be taking all this money from me because, you know, it's just getting your nails did and you getting some tax free money that you don't deserve. And I'm just saying it's some bullshit. Because really, if your life was together, you would rely on a man to pay for something that you had for yourself so if your kid independent woman you're not independent you're on child support everybody's everything's being paid for so what kind of example are you setting for your kids oh well, you too can get knocked up at 14 then put them on child support and you'll be set for the rest of your life you don't need to get a job you have $120,000 tax free every year why would you want to get a job why would you want better for yourself why do you got to go get a high school diploma you don't just get knocked up you get on child support you're set what? and the government supports that what top of the example is you setting boo what top of the example is you setting I'm getting to clapping. You need to knock that off. Go get your shit, girl. You've earned it. And I'm not talking about this man's money. Not Kasima's good specifically, but just <laughs> ballers in general that are paying expensive child support. 
I digress. There has to be a set standard of money that is required to like cost of living should be set and then it should be no higher. So in, in Texas, the limit is twenty three hundred dollars per kid. That's Texas, though. Why do you get more money when I start making more money? Your price, of, your price of living didn't go up just because I got a bigger check. So why do you get to get more money? That ain't fair. That ain't fair. And another thing about it, if you really want to, you're saying that the judges say, well, we're doing this in the best interest of the kid. So that's why you got to pay more money because the cost of living, if you have the quality of life, then they should have the quality of life. Okay, well, then let's cut to the chase. If I make all the money, why doesn't the kid just come live with me? If you really care about the best interest in the kid, then put the kid in the best situation to live, which is the direct source of the money, not going through a third party to get payments. <gasps> oh, no, he didn't. Oh, no, he didn't. Hashtag non-factor. Hashtag user non-factor. What you going to do about that? What you going to do about that? Oh, no, he didn't. Woo! The best interest of the father. The best interest of the kid. I think that's the best interest of the mother. Who is it? Who wins? I'm kind of spent from that soapbox moment right there. I don't think we can do too many of those, dog. (laughs) 